0: Welcome back to two C's with a pod. We got a third today, Matt, Um, a man that has been known to speak things into existence. Yeah. Uh, A very intelligent man. A College basketball expert. I mean, this guy is like, he's like a Romo Stradamus. Oh geez. It's like when Tony Romo calls those plays, uh, I need to introduce the Richmond five twelve picking Derek Douglas to the audience. Derek, welcome back.
1: Hey, thanks for having me back.
0: So I wasn't to, sure. today we could talk
1: about that Richmond game. But. yeah,
0: well, you get to come back because of that that Richmond pick. You know, it was like yeah. Matt and I were like, Man, we need to we gotta pick one game in this tournament. Whoever picks it right they get a comeback (laughs) so good
2: and it just happened i mean you know it just happened to be that it was iowa right it could have been anybody
1: but it it could have been anybody that's for sure
2: um matt are you still looking to win your pool with your duke pick i I am crazily enough um i'm still in it so basically how my my uh, uh little pool is going is if there's one guy that that's me that wins it if it's duke one guy that wins it if it's KU, and one guy that wins it if it's Villanova. It's just about as straight up as that. And who wins it if it's uh, – It goes back to – then it kind of opens up, right? So there's three dudes in it with those three teams winning. Then when if North Carolina wins, then it opens it up to, I think, you know a lot of folks then in some way.
1: Yeah. Is it, you know, by nobody's... the way, I do need North Carolina to win. As we talked about in the last podcast, I'm in this right. other pool where it goes by spreads. Yeah, and I actually had North Carolina.
0: So amazing. So you don't technically need them to win, though. You no, just need it, them it, to it cover did, the did spread by
1: like less than what is what's the spread on Duke right now? Is it like I want to say it was like eight and a half.
2: It's pretty big. It's weirdly yeah. big considering that they just lost to North Carolina, but in in their home court.
1: Right, but, Mike Kucheski's <clears throat> last uh, game too.
2: Yeah, really, a, really a strange. But if you go back to earlier in the season, Duke whooped them, you know, like in North Carolina, and, and I think they just think, you know, Duke's kind of hit their stride. But I, I yeah, it's, it's an interesting line. It's a line I wouldn't want to bet even as a Duke fan, to be quite honest, like, because at least for what it was, I knew it was a pretty high spread. And everything I hear is like, yeah, bet Duke, bet Duke. I'm like, ah, God, I hate hearing that stuff.
0: Well, didn't uh, Krzyszewski win his first national title against Kansas? I, so. 91? I want I For some no. reason, I thought they did. No, but...
2: it's UNLV and then Kansas, right? It's the, it's, okay. I think, it's, I think it's UNLV first. They got smoked by UNLV and then beat nope, UNLV. That's...
0: Actually, I know for a fact that that is not right because they did not beat UNLV for the title. They beat them in the final four to go to the championship maybe that's then the KU game so, so maybe I do you're right think that they beat KU that year yeah um,
2: so maybe I'm just seeing it in my like right it's a singular tournament yeah. that I'm seeing it in as opposed to like well, it's, over
0: it's kind of like the uh, 1980 U.S. men's hockey team when they beat the Russians the miracle on ice sure. that was to go to the gold medal game
2: that is interesting right yeah that's a, that, kind of a you still had that.
0: to yeah so uh, I, I wanted to, before we get into our topic, the return of the Zach. Return of Zach Rinky. Return um, of
2: the Zach.
0: <laughs> they've been singing it all day, boys.
2: <laughs> I do, I do, do, do. Uh,
0: our, our friends over here at uh, ESPN have a, a story out about the uh, uh, the sports books have released their, their favorites and they've got uh, win totals. And I uh, just thought it might be fun as an, a little warm up for us to play over under on over this. Under. Okay, so our friends in uh, our friends in Vegas have the Buffalo Bills as the clear front runner for the AFC. Eleven and a half wins. What say you, Derek Douglas? Over or under?
1: Well, I go under. I think Miami's going to be tough. They got that wide receiving core now with Waddle and uh, some former chief guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, so,
0: is that where Demarcus Robinson awesome
1: went? There. What's that?
0: Is that where Demarcus Robinson went?
1: Maybe. Okay.
0: Maybe. <laughs> or Pringle? Um, Was it Pringle? What's, the, what's the number again? 13? 11 and a half for the Bills. Will they be over or under? They'll be an out 11. That's an interesting number. I
2: mean, I, I do. I'm kind of underwhelmed by them. But I also think that they're kind of – I get big, like – and I, I I don't know. I, I get big kind of regular season champion type vibes from, from Buffalo. You know, like like they, they do go like 13 and, you know, three or whatever it is now. And then they
1: – Be 13 and
2: four now. Thirteen and four, they yeah, and then and then they literally, you know, flame out in the in the in the first, you know, they get the first round by and then lose that first round or something. I don't know. I just, I, I would say probably over. Like if you put it at twelve, I'd say under almost. <laughs> like that's such an inter. That's a really interesting note. Like that's a perfect number for me. You know, like uh, they they're good. Vegas is
0: good. Yeah, and that's why they set them there. So I. <laughs> Matt, let's go to you on the Tampa Bay Bucks at eleven and a half.
2: I yeah, see, I go under.
0: I, I don't know. i they are I the just... favorite in the NFC, by the way. Um, I go under, under, under. And oh, I am okay, going there, over, over, over on the Bucks because that is a garbage division. So they, the they have the what, Bucks. What about Todd Bowles, though? Has he what? ever
1: done anything as a head coach? It's a really interesting scenario, man.
2: And I do, I see them as having drama. I really like, and I don't I know if it's the kind of drama that really they live through. I don't think I don't think they made it through the drama that they had last year, right? In some ways. Like whether they were the most talented or not, like it just starts to catch up with you, all that stuff, you know. I mean, ask Marty. He started dating running backs girlfriends and stuff, and you know, and everything. It just gets weird. Allegedly. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, he, did bring in, he did bring in Bam Morris, which was Oh, man,
2: it got wild. And Mark <laughs> was uh, out there uh, running like a, a stolen car
0: ring. And, well, yeah. yeah,
2: amazing, amazing. Andre Ryzen
0: right. was passing bad checks all across town. I mean, that was a fun <laughs> team. Like, a plus. A lot of character but, guys on that team.
2: But see, but that's what you – I mean, that's my, my concern with Tampa is that, yeah, you've got Brady and you've got,
0: you know, whatever, you know, this kind of – you Is know, Gronk run. coming back? Don't think it's been uh I don't know if they've he's announced anything. It's a really no, good question. So. Yeah, like and yeah. he hasn't really, you know, talked about like since Brady has come
2: back. You don't hear much about what he's gonna do, you know, since like, yeah, I don't know. It's just very dysfunctional to me. And I do think like that shit catches up with you. So, so then- the
0: uh the other they like the Packers to run away with the NFC North at eleven and they like the Cowboys at ten and a half in the NFC East. Yeah, I was liking that. I don't know about that. Packers, Packers are kind of a water. wild
1: card. They, they don't have any receivers anymore, right? They've lost.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've, lost.
2: they've had nothing but negative. They had nothing but losses. And the only thing they've really done is re sign Rodgers, you know, in some ways. like. But on the flip side, the question then becomes, and I think going back to your argument about Tampa Bay, is like, what have the other teams done, though? You know, and, and so when you start to look, especially at the NFC East and in, in New York and, and some of those other teams, you go, well, Dallas probably is a pretty solid favorite. And that 10 number is probably pretty right, you know, in that division. And then you, you look at, you know, uh, again, with the NFC North with, I mean, is Minnesota gotten better? Is, you know, any of these teams that you go, well, I don't know, you know, so I.
1: Minnesota you know, did re-sign Kirk Cousins, right? <laughs> they did. Yeah. They did. Well, and, which as is again,
0: you know. So the AFC North is a jumbled mess, which I agree with. Ravens, Bengals, Browns—all nine and a half, Steelers seven and a half. Let's um, talk about the
1: Browns. Are they not like going to be playing in the penal league at some point? I mean, they got the Deshaun Watson, they got the Kareem Hunt, they got—I think they got everybody that has committed a crime in the NFL <laughs> up to this point
2: it's so bad i i wonder the question becomes on them obviously is it Deshaun's playing week one week six week eight or he plays i mean again like i just think it's insane the level of they must have some sort of of idea from the nfl like what the nfl is going to do because i don't really think anybody knows that answer at least publicly right? And I also think they have to kind of know what the, the legal world, you know, is going to do because I just like to give that man that much money and that much, you know, and that kind of contract and, you know, not really knowing if he's going to be there is insane, you know, I, I, other than they must know stuff we don't, you know, like that has to be it because, I, and, and I would not bet any kind of money on Cleveland nor uh, it, because it all pans out to that, right? If the kid plays and, and he yeah. You also have to kind of see how he plays. I mean, he has sat for a year. I've never thought he was, like, the kind of guy who's just lights out, lights out, like, that just goes out and all of a sudden is putting up 4,000 yards without some sort of rust. So, like, I don't know. It's a, it's such an interesting – Yeah, I like of...
0: I like Baltimore in that division if they're healthy. Agreed. I like, like Baltimore if they're healthy. And then uh, – And then Cincinnati.
2: Cincinnati. Pittsburgh will hang around. I'd almost bet Pittsburgh on that seven number, well, just because well, I'd go, I'd go. Even with Mitchell Trubisky, oh, like yeah. they end up winning eight games.
0: Well, you know, I would nine go nine games. I would go over on Pittsburgh because Mike Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons.
2: That's what I'm saying. I, 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 you know, and and part of me goes, you know, they if they went to the playoffs last year with with Roethlisberger, who, I mean, all respect to him, like. Trubisky, even a Trubisky at this point, for you know he can move, you know he can like throw it more than fifteen yards, you know like I, I don't know, you know part of me goes that I'd run from that. I go over on Pittsburgh, but I also go over with Baltimore and and Cleveland, like
1: big question mark. Yeah, so the why, why would you get why why not uh, Cincinnati? I mean yeah. Burrow's coming back. You still have
0: number King Higgins, what? you've got. Um, we believe in the Super Bowl. Lamar Chase. Losers. I mean, we man. believe in the Super Bowl losers curse here.
2: Okay. I, what What's their number, Andy? What's their Nine number? Nine
1: and again? a half. Nine and a half. Man, hey, I good. go over on that easy. That's I, they're eleven win team.
2: That's kind of disrespectful, man. I mean, I, they are, and they really—that's a team that you go. They've Who done do they the love? things they've lost no one and they added that that left got left you know tackle that's from new england it's a stud you know so part of me goes if you can keep burrow upright that's really the only scary thing you know that you're always worried about with them and like i don't know although i i'm not a full believer in burrow either although i like him i i do think he's a good overall player on the field i don't love his whole persona and thing but that's that's different it doesn't matter that's fine But but I also like he he, he's very Brady like to me, like in a way, you know, he's very cool. He's also very like kind of motor like
1: Brady, huh? He won't get
2: seven championships no no hell no but but i also don't see him as like an at like a super athletic guy he's like
0: you put him with those
2: kind of weapons well, in the right system with good coaching you know okay you know, i'm gonna like, i'm gonna jump like, in here matt i'm gonna can stop cons- you right
0: now i'm gonna stop you all right derek something we need to know about matt is like this is something that i don't have this issue with but matt as a good looking guy there's good looking guy heat there so oh. have you ever noticed that like when the good looking guys like they always are like oh he's he's okay but you know it's, it's those good looking guys you know us ugly guys like me I I'm just like you know hey all these guys are better looking than me so I don't even worry right. about it um so, I'm just you know, glad like, this is a a audio format and right. not so people yeah, well, really can yeah because what me I definitely well, have a radio
1: face So
0: <laughs> let's uh let's let's close this off with the division that they have the most amount of wins at um the afc west uh chiefs 10 and a half chargers 10 broncos 10 raiders eight and a half Derek, start us off where you at the chiefs are right on i think we're going to go on a wide receiver
1: in the draft via trade via Trading up, I, I don't know where they're going to get it. I know is that wide receiver I know, I
0: know, D.K. Metcalf.
1: I, I don't. I think that'd be a mistake, but um, I get it. But I do know that Andy Reid's probably got a plan. He didn't just trade away, trade away Tyree Kill without saying having somebody identified in the drafts and knowing who he was going to take. Um, the Broncos way too high. Russell Wilson's lost it. They're are a six win team again. Could you and could no, no, you drop respect, your, no no respect, to, uh, Mr. Pilger that was on the call with us last time. But could you I'm just could
0: you drop it. your uh, Twitter handle so that our great friend of the show at Living the Dream can direct all his hate tweets directly to you, yes, and not to us this time. <laughs> um, okay, so six six wins for the the Broncos. You're well on the under. Uh, Just, just remember, I predicted the Richmond, Iowa win. You did, you did. So playoff teams. So so take that to the bank. (laughs) Here's who. Here's the playoff teams that Vegas is expecting. Um, Buffalo, Kansas City, and then a jumbled mess of Ravens, Bills, Browns. We'll go to Bengals on that one. So. Their their wild cards actually would be uh, Denver, and San, Denver and Los Angeles. Denver and, and then, six wins? Who? Denver and six wins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is theirs. Um, so then they've got Ravens, <laughs> Bigels, Browns, somebody oh, winning that division, one team getting a wild card, Colts and Titans, one team getting a wild card. Um, what say you? Anything? Uh, anything glaring there? No Dolphins, no Patriots, no Jets, no Steelers, no Jaguars, Texans, or Raiders. Dolphins, Dolphins the seem
1: like a playoff team to me. It depends on how two of I mean,
0: Well, especially they to
1: make it go, right? I mean, they, they surround him with the weapons. They surround him with everything he needs. So,
0: Well, and especially when they perform. get Brady, too. Like when, <laughs> when they trade for Brady, I really oh, like yeah, yeah. They make the playoffs. I know,
2: and then Brady will be – Brady's like part of the ownership then too, right? Isn't that part of the deal as well? Like doesn't he become like player-owner as well? Like is I think that's also like definitely a GM or something. Well,
0: in Tampa, yeah, so he gets to become GM and, and owner. But see, in Tampa, he's only player and coach. Right. One so. I mean, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the NFC, they Oh,
2: like... hold on. I, I, I do oh, want yeah. to say you, where you I'm at Denver. is I, I'm a little more high on Denver. Then I'm actually see San Diego taking a little bit of the uh, step back because again, I I
0: first I of all do not,
2: uh, I don't do not believe in that kid. So I got 12 and five Chiefs, 10 and 7 Denver. They they make the playoffs, and then San Diego and LA miss the playoffs. Nine I'm, and eight. eight I'm nine. jumping
0: in and I'm not gonna let you get away with saying hi in Denver and <laughs> not pointing it out. <laughs> hey i
2: mean it is what i mean you know it's freudian maybe i don't know but yeah so like i do think like russ 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 is like probably exactly again i'm not a believe i don't think he changes the division as far as like who's the best in the division but i do think he is someone who probably makes them a very average to above average team and I, I don't believe in San Diego. And I don't, and I'll tell you why I don't believe in them the most. Is, is it because S- they
0: actually play in Los Angeles now?
2: Is that um, why you don't believe in them? Also, big, that's one of the big reasons. They don't? No, I, it's so dumb. I'll always call them the chart San Diego, whatever it is. The what Chargers. are you going to do, when they, the do, gonna do uh, when they change Kansas
0: the Chiefs name? What are you going to do when they change the Kansas City, I'll
2: just call them KC. Kansas City, it's fine. Uh, that's what, what, what happens when
0: they go to Kansas. Oh, do do
2: Jesus. Don't get me started on that nightmare. What a freaking finesse, though! Move is what it is. You know that's what it is. It's just to, it's to get more Jackson County taxpayer dollars. Being dumb, Mark Donovan. Come on, don't play us like that. No, I, I mean it is kind of disrespectful to me. Mark, right, uh, let's, let's wrap
0: this up and get on to the, oh, uh, yeah. the the topic, um, the topic at hand. Uh, Return of the Zach.
2: Return of the Zach.
0: Matt, sure. you are not a fan of this and derek would like to have words with you about this so i'm going to start this out with uh, matt tell us why you are not a fan of zach grinky and the returning right. zach grinky to the royals and then derek will will let you will let you retort okay all right is that fair all right yeah. okay so
2: i'll I'll just say this okay this is one of the most royals things that's ever happened i mean. This is epitome, like, peak-level Royals, okay? And I'll explain it like this. So, having a guy leave in his prime, okay, and go to contending teams, okay? Now, the interesting thing is that we ended up winning and winning more than than Zach did in some ways. But, I mean, let's put that aside <laughs> and because that does not fit my narrative at all. And so let's go to the fact that he, he, Zach leaves, okay, and he goes to contending teams, he goes to gets, makes big bucks, okay, um, and then comes back at the end of his career when no one wants him, and we as Royals fans and we as a Royals organization celebrate it like it's some sort of incredible homecoming that Zach thankfully has come back, the, the, the prodigal son, has come back and, and it never works. And all these players that typically do this are, are it, it's very much a retirement tour and it lasts about half a season. And for, for us, I think the worst kind of sign is, is that he's our opening day pitcher. I mean, I, I think that's not a great sign for us overall. Really great
1: clip, Amy, by the way. Thank you.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is, that is- <laughs> the, second, the second thing I will say is that the way he left town and, and by his own admission, I mean, he literally said it himself, it, w- it was rude. And, and it was intentionally rude. It was intended to, to leave and, and to maneuver out and kind of bully his way out, including trashing the fans of Kansas City, which are which like, and, and, and to say anything about negatively about the organization that put up with some of the most ridiculous behavior by a player. In 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 the history of sports, he quit, he was going to play shortstop, um, you know what I mean, like in no other organization. If he was a Yankee, he'd have been on the street, you know, and then the Royals, Pop coddle took him in, did everything they could to nurture him and, to, and, and helped him to be an incredible player by the end. And then he basically gave the biggest middle finger. To the fans and to the organization, and I'll say one more thing. I know the man is not, and I don't. I want to be careful because I don't know how public these things are. Although I think they're public enough to talk about them, but but I think Zach is someone who has trouble speaking in the public, and and kind of being you know a public persona because he does have you know issues when it comes to that kind of thing and i get that and i i I don't want to discount that either okay and i think i'm done all right
0: so two just two real quick points before um we jump over to derek and let him destroy you i mean uh (laughs) retort uh number one albert pujols is doing the same thing in st louis okay so prodigal son returns Yeah, uh, roll out the red carpet. I mean, you know, uh they so, made the playoffs last year. By the way, just so we know, I mean, they weren't. You know, they're a good team. They, they make the
1: playoffs every year, but they can't make a trade to get to the World Series.
0: especially So there, there was that, and then True. um I lost my second thought. But it, I really just oh, wanted sorry. to jump in on that sorry. Albert Pujols thing. So, uh Derek, the floor is yours, sir.
1: So I did have the Albert Pujols thing on
0: my mind too sorry sorry
1: um, i thought it was kind of ironic that the royals and the cardinals both missouri teams had brought back their their guys but so my thing with the zach granke trade even even when they traded him i thought it was the, a great trade whether he wanted it didn't want it i mean we brought back in alcides escobar lorenzo kane we brought in Ode Rizzi and jeffress back with them right so not only did we get kane and escobar we also parlayed that odor into getting wade davis and james shields which I, I mean we basically got four starters on our world series team for one guy i mean what four nights so almost half right
2: 100 so, percent. <laughs> no that's
0: that's 100 percent accurate i mean I, I think
1: i don't know how anybody could be bad about that
0: so I am wearing a shirt. What you're saying, Derek, is this take October postseason 2015? Yeah, back the back I shirt back mind you.
1: Is it's probably one of the most dominant bullpens, next to what the, the nasty boys from the Reds.
0: Oh, agreed. Agreed. I mean, it was I, again... a, it was a six-inning game with those teams.
1: Yeah. No, I know. I was at work one time. I was I was normally at the games, but. I think my liver had had enough and told me I couldn't go to this game. <laughs> and then we we were up in the sixth inning and I was like, "Oh, game over." And I, everybody like, looked at me. It was like two to one, I think. And they're like, "How how do you know that?" And I was like, "Um, I think there was a meme even about this. It was like when Ned Yost went like this, it meant you lost." <laughs> that's yeah. when we brought in the bullpen, right? I mean, exactly.
2: I, again, you know,
1: I think I mean, we we got I, we got. Escobar, who was the two thousand fifteen ALCS MVP. We had Lorenzo Kane, who was the two thousand fourteen ALCS MVP. All products of trading for trading Zach Granke to the Brewers. Um and again, you had Wade Davis as the closer. I think Greg Holland got hurt in two thousand fifteen, if I remember correctly, and they moved him to closer. They obviously closed out the final game of the World Series with and tell me how bad this is. Salvador Perez is our catcher for the whole series and doesn't even get to make the last out. Who was it? It was Butera, right?
2: I but yeah, yeah, I think
1: so. Yeah, yeah.
2: definitely. And so he so had to, to run from the bench instead of be out there and take the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I again. I I, I for me, it, it's important to separate the results from like the circumstances. I guess. And I I guess you know, there's no doubt that if you if you want to give Dayton more or whoever was involved in that trade, which I assume it was Dayton at that time. Yeah. So yeah. So, that like, was when he started. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you if we want to give him his flowers for this trade, like, then absolutely, like, it was incredible, incredible. Move and, and and netted us exactly what we needed at exactly the right time and and weirdly not only talent but also just like you know a level of leadership and really? of, and winning you know some some winning yeah. kind of pedigree that that yeah it, it it transformed our team I just find it ironic a little bit though that 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 was kind of Zach's problem ultimately which I think that's where part of me goes like. I, I would be a hundred percent on Zach's side if it was all against the organization. Although the organ that's where I go back to my argument where he kind of put the organization through a lot too. So, like to me, he's not a normal no, no. player because I because a normal player I go. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, if you want to talk bad about the Royals and what they put around you for all those years and, and how bad it sucked to lose for that long and you wanted to get the hell out of here because you were sick of losing, like, hell yeah, dude. I'm right on your, I'm I'm like, I'm right behind you, bro, saying no doubt, like, I don't blame you at all. Now, when you, if you're like Grinky's situation, it's a little sketchy for me because the guy just did not have a normal career here. You know, in a sense, and then the the fan stuff was like just a kind of
1: a, a screw too far. You know, like just. So, I really see him bringing them back more as as that James Shields that we brought in, as kind of mentor our young pitching staff. You know, I mean, we drafted these guys in 2018. Who did we get? Lynch, uh, Brady Singer, Bubich. I know I'm missing one guy from Florida, but. But we brought him back just to kind of help, you know, nurture those guys and show them what the work ethic's like. And, you know, I've heard great stories about him, you know, bringing a pitcher in and just show him, hey, grip the ball like this. And, you know, Zach's crazy enough that he – I shouldn't say crazy, but he, he, he was such a wild card. He would just go out and try to throw a pitch during a game and see if it worked. And sometimes it got deposited in our fountains and sometimes it struck the guy out, you know. I mean, yeah. Remember that first time he threw that fifty mile an hour curveball? Like, where the hell did that come from? It's so. But great. you know, he's yeah. also a great bench person. You know, there were stories where Gordon was struggling at the plate, and he's like, "Hey, you know what's wrong with you, Alex?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Come follow me." They went down to the video room, and what what does he show him? A video of him hitting a home run in Arizona. He's like, "Do more of that." <laughs> And here, Alex, I thought he was going to get some great advice from him. He's just like, do more of that. So I, mean, yeah. I think he has a sense of humor too. I, I, a really I think, dry
2: one. <laughs> I, I think he's, and I do think, you know, I'm kind of looking through this, you know, and his exact quote was, you know, I was pretty rude on the way out. I felt like I had to, in order to get out. I didn't want to have to be the bad guy, but I felt like I had to be, I liked it here. This is this quote, which is hilarious. The fans were great. I don't know how so many of them come to the games when they've been bad for so long, but it's pretty (laughs) impressive. (laughs) Like, and, and this is the, it's a hundred percent facts again, though. And so this is the piece and it goes back to what this guy says, you know, it's like, well, but this is also the organization that you threatened not to play for that drafted you nurtured you through a social anxiety disorder led you that led to almost a year away from the game and then literally watched him leave to become a Cy Young winner you know what I mean
1: like hey, and, and what so was the, what was the movie where they were passing out they were in Boston they were passing out tickets season tickets they were divvying it up and the guy's like oh man I got the Royals
2: <laughs> God, I don't know it's hilarious though <laughs> do you remember probably- that, Andy now, it's no, probably I don't is it that fever it. pitch? It's probably that Red Sox movie because they're all buttholes. The Red Sox fans, they probably would say
0: something like that. It's got to be that Red Sox flick.
1: Yeah, it was a movie. It was a movie with the Red Sox.
0: So Zach forced his trade, or however he left after the 2010 season. He played the entire 2010 season for the Royals. He had one, two winning seasons. Now, one of his winning seasons, he went 16 and eight, got the. The Cy Young Award, yeah, um, because his ERA was like
2: two, you know, so yeah, it was under two, under two or two or something, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So he's won four Cy Youngs, and he went back to back on that in thirteen and fourteen with the Dodgers. If if I'm reading this correctly, mm-hmm. um, no, he went back to back to back, did he? Did he win it? I do he 15, was good. 14 and
2: 15. I mean, it doesn't seem accurate, but 15 maybe.
0: seems like a year he would win the Cy Young. He went 19 and three with a 1.66. That seems, that seems Cy Young worthy. Yeah, to, he's been
2: know. great again. He, though, been, he had a
0: sub two ERA one year, right? What was
1: his What was his record
0: last year, though? By the way, he played for a shitty team, not the Royals. <laughs> Last year, he was 11 and six with Houston. Three, he was three oh, and three man. in 20, yeah. 2021, 20, and then 18 and five in 2019.
2: He'll win games. I mean, again, like he's a one thing that we'll see, which we haven't seen probably in a minute from starting pitching, is some competent, like winning, you know, baseball pitching. Like, I don't, I, that's. If you think about the last few years, I mean, we've had to kind of resort to the, you know, the opener times you've had to kind of go to like all kinds of different, you know, again, pitching rotations and different things. You really don't have a a true number one and you hope that like he becomes the number one, you know, clear as day. But I, I would also say that if he does, then that says a lot about the young pitching that you have kind of as much as it does about him, you know, and so like.
1: I kind of see it—one of those young guys developing into that number one. You know, I, I hope so. I'm looking by the All-Star break. You know, we find that ace, and you
2: know. I, and you hope Bobby Witt Jr. You know comes up, and he's an absolute stud. And then you go, maybe you're competing. You know, by the All-Star break, maybe you're you know an actual above 500 team that you're making. You know, you're you're a buyer, not a seller. And you've still got Maryfield for probably his last year. And, you, you know, Merrifield's probably got to be cracking up at that point because it's probably the one year we would f- probably shop him finally to a winner. And we'll probably be 500 or pretty close to it and hold on to him, you know, like for one more year. But, I you know, like they have the talent. And, and I would also say like Salvador Perez too. Like if, if he has the same kind of year too, then you go with, with that lineup, with junior batting in front of him you know you go man like it's a pretty good little hitting lineup but then the question becomes can you pitch you know and
0: and I don't know (laughs) so we kind of did some over-unders for the the football thing here's his projections for this year green yeah green keys win loss 10 and 7. I mean I think they'd be thrilled. Depending on his ERA, I think they'd be thrilled with that. The Royals would. I mean, he's he got a three
1: ERA. He goes ten and seven.
0: They're showing his ERA as projecting to be four point oh three. I, mean, I don't know. You know, like, regardless
2: of ERA, if it's ten and seven, I mean, you know, you hope to get probably a little more than that out of him, hopefully, and maybe they do. I mean. You, you, you maybe he goes maybe he's a four point ERO guy low fours high threes but we give him some run support and he actually he, gets you know he's you know, actually tw- 12 and four you know he, or he's only guy. on a
1: one-year contract it's what 13 million i think i mean so i heard mean, i heard, it, I heard somebody say it the other day. i heard somebody
2: say it the other day but it was about football but like there's no bad one-year contracts yeah right like Agreed. you can't you know, if he's an absolute bust, then I would say to me, it's much more like about the the aesthetic part of it and like kind of just the way he went out as, as from the Royals the first time that bothers me. I don't know if, if the actual signing on a baseball like level bothers me that much, you know, I just wish we had more than him in, as a, in the staff, you know,
1: I've got a lot of confidence in it because I, I bet in Vegas the Royals to win the, uh, AL Central and the World Series. So
2: love it. Love it. Every well, seven years, man. I think AL Central. I think AL Central is reasonable. Like, who? I mean, the White Sox are going to spend money and they're tough. And, I, they're, you know, I don't know. It's Minnesota's always tough, you know, like always. They always
1: choke.
2: Ch- they always choke, right? But they always somehow, you know, get, you know, they're always 500 or better over us, though. You know, like somehow Detroit. I don't get,
1: you know, there, there's. I think, I, I think Minnesota's all excited about, uh, Correa getting Correa to be their shortstop,
2: but I'm sure. But I hope Witt Jr. is a hell of a lot better than he is. You know, honestly, like I think that's very much a possibility.
0: Yeah, the Royals are projected to finish dead last in the Central (laughs) with uh, 72 wins and 90 losses. Damn, that makes sense. I got 20 bucks and I win 220 on them. Six games between the six games behind the Cleveland Guardians. I just wanted to say Cleveland Guardians and the Detroit Tiger Kings. Fourteen games out of first from the uh, White Sox. That's disrespectful.
1: But I think that's the way they were in fourteen too, wasn't it? So we're going to surprise well, a lot of people. They
0: they do have the Royals finishing seven games ahead of the Baltimore or, or uh, twelve games ahead of the Baltimore Orioles who are projected at 60 wins. How long are they going to keep tanking for? Like, how the <laughs> Orioles, I feel like they've been tanking for,
2: like, the past four years. Aren't you supposed to, well, like, eventually not tank? I don't, I
1: don't think they've done anything since they lost to us in 14 in the uh, playoffs, to be Pretty honest with you. So, I, I think that's eight years. Pretty much, man. Like, that just yeah. devastated them. I mean, like they that. had that number one pick. They got that catcher. I, I cannot remember his name, but I, I want to say don't know. that was –
2: they haven't parlayed any of their bad seasons into much yeah no, for sure, sure. and if, if they're projected that bad this year then that means they don't got nothing in the wheelhouse either you know obviously so that's rough uh
0: what else you guys got to talk about on on zach <laughs> you, you guys friends friends again
2: oh never uh, never yeah, doubt,
0: never I'm, I'm, I'm getting real tired of having to bring these <laughs> these beefs you know matt you're beefing with all my friends all We're, our friends. Let's
1: let's talk about this potential infield for the okay. Royals. Let's go. You got Witt Jr. Mondesi. Is it Nikki Lopez or is it uh, Witt Merrifield at second base? And then I, I think you know you have uh, that kid coming up from uh, the minor leagues to play first. I mean, you're gonna have obviously Carlos Santana playing, right? At, at the it, beginning but Prado I think it's Prado right or is he an outfielder
2: something like that yeah no they've uh, again they've got they've got the actual good problem of like where cuz i think you have lucky. to right you have to play lopez and i don't you know he's not a dh type player i mean he's too good defensively i mean the question then becomes is that you know does Witt junior end up starting as like a dh and i don't think they want to do that you know but i also don't know that you but, but I but i move
1: Mondesi out to the outfield.
2: Absolutely. You know, I mean you could do that. Maybe I, you the know, next but Alex Gordon. School. I think they're gonna say, you know, I mean that Mondesi Lopez combination defensively is pretty nasty. Although I, you know, I know they think with junior is good defensively too, you know. Like, so I don't I don't know. And part of me goes, and I know no player really probably wants to, and because it, it again, the question becomes how good a hitter is he? Does it fuck you know mess up his kind of you know like if he doesn't play the field you know what i mean like part of me yeah. goes as a as a rookie coming up you go well man you don't have to think about any kind of fielding responsibilities right you just got to roll up there and and swing away bro like you ain't don't worry about making errors out there so part of me goes that's a good situation you know but then you go well players baseball players in particular are very funny about routine and stuff and oh like, yeah. Some guys that if they're not playing in the field, then they can't hit, you know, it's a weird deal, you know, like, but there's plenty of guys like that. So I don't know. It's a, I think you have to force him in the lineup, though, at some point, because you're going to have to go like, I think his talent is going to hopefully make that, uh, you know, make force you to do it. Make that Right, exactly. Yeah. So the question then becomes like. Do you have to do you make moves because you've got a you literally got a surplus of good, solid middle infielders that, you know, are always wanted, you
1: know, by teams. Well, Back back to your point. Do we trade with Merrifield?
2: That that see. But that's what's so crazy. I mean, part of part of me goes like, man, what a shame, because, man, he looks good leading off in this lineup. And like, you know, I don't know. and And getting on base and, you know, but right. Where do you put him? And it does he probably have a lot of value now, you know, if he if he starts off, you know, cold, right, and you start yeah. getting into the, then all of a sudden, you're like, man, we could have gotten a lot out of it at the beginning of the season. And now, like, we, you know, it's, he's worthless, you know, so I don't know, like, it's a, it's a tricky, again, it's a good problem. But the question then becomes, like, do you turn talent into wins? because that's the next that's the next step right because you can have all the talent in the world but end up like
0: espn
2: says that like hey you got some great talent there but you still lose 90 games
0: well it's not espn it's the sports books espn is just doing the reporting oh the
2: sports books which is worse because the sports books are probably you know they're they're (laughs) they know what they're doing again you know but on the flip side like derek said you know they also are wrong quite often and including on very recently on the Royals, you know, let's
0: also put the disclaimer of what the sports books do. They're trying to hedge their, they're trying to get you to bet one way or another. hundred percent. It's why some of those over
2: unders on those NFL teams are really solid. Like, you know, it's really tough. I don't know how, you know, and part of me goes with all the talent in the league. It's, it's hard to win 12 games, you know? So all those 11 and a half numbers are like, that's tough, you know? Yeah, think,
0: well, they're, yeah, that's why when you see there's too much money on one side, that's why when you see the point spreads move is that there's too much money on.
2: Yeah, it's not necessarily yeah. Vegas. Vegas thinks one way, the, one team's going to win or the other. It's more like where the money has falling and where they want it to come in at. Yeah. Right.
0: It's a great point. It's a great point, you know? So all right men well thank you both for joining any final thoughts before before we shut down
1: again denver six wins <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh
2: man that is the best i uh, believe it right even will
1: not be talking or living the dream and myself will not be talking after this podcast <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> he'll man. talk
0: to you he'll talk to you
2: well, Andy, ne- the next week will be you, uh, Derek, and Dave. You'll be you'll be. I <laughs> have been.
0: Again. I have been on those two guys for two years trying to get them to have the Double D podcast. I mean, it just they got a better marketing than we do. It's perfect. I mean, it's I've already right got. The, I've already got the picture that I could see that would be there. Uh. Double D. <laughs> I could Photoshop something. Yeah, I think exactly. I could pull off double d podcast more than a mouthful you know something you know
1: you can't can't take hooters tagline
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh, well that's right all right well i'll come up with something else be original i will do a podcast you and dave all right thanks for joining us uh appreciate it we'll we'll talk to you guys next week see ya. thanks guys see you buddy